This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm a compliance evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the month of May, one month series on operationalizing your compliance program. And this month, I will focus on the use of your human resources function to help you operationalize your compliance program. This month, my sponsor is Advanced Compliance Solutions. Advanced Compliance Solutions is your one-stop shop for all compliance-related services. Uh, Advanced Compliance Solutions has a new, exciting service offering called the Compliance Alliance, which is a three-step program that will provide you and your team a background into compliance and the FCPA, so you can consider how your product or service fits the needs of the compliance officer, the compliance practitioner, and the compliance professional. It includes a boot camp, a podcast series, sponsorship, and an in-person training. Each section builds on the other and provides your customer service and sales teams with the knowledge they need to have intelligent conversations with compliance officers and decision makers. When the program is complete, your teams will be armed with the knowledge they need to sell and service every new compliance client. Interested people should contact myself, Tom Fox. In the evaluation of corporate compliance programs issued by the Department of Justice, there was a section on incentives and discipline. This spoke directly to the need of the HR function in compliance or several other uh, parts of the evaluation which speak to the integration of compliance into your HR function to fully operationalize your compliance program. Each day this month, I will be exploring a different way for you to operationalize your compliance function through the HR function. I hope you enjoy this series. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day 12, succession planning around compliance. Another area where HR can play a key role in operationalizing your compliance program is around succession planning. Succession planning is as important as governance, enterprise risk, and strategic oversight. Yet many companies fail to give this the attention it requires, particularly from the compliance perspective. Indeed, a price PwC survey found that of the more than 1,000 directors gauged reported dissatisfaction at their company's succession plans. Imagine what that number would be if they took into account the compliance aspects of succession planning. Succession planning does not begin at the time a senior executive decides to retire. It should begin the time a senior executive is hired or promoted into that position. This is to prevent a decision at the last minute, or worse yet, to be left effectively with no decision. As well as the process being started at the time of the hiring, you must also fully engage the HR function and the board of directors. There are several key points which are applicable 
to the compliance component of succession that I would like to discuss today. The criteria that the evalu of the evaluation process, it is, is that it is ongoing and not episodic. In addition to broad and deep pipeline of quali qualified leaders, candidates should be put through a variety of roles. In the operationalization of compliance context, this would include an opportunity to review compliance initiatives and responses in several different areas. In addition to running large and small business units, candidates should oversee functions as broadly as chief financial officer to HR to being assigned senior level projects in compliance. In many ways, evaluating a compliance criterion is as much art as it is science. However, a specific list of must-haves is appropriate. It is not as simple as whether there is a violation or not. It is a much more broad calculus. I often cite to Paul McNulty's three maxims for evaluating a corporate compliance program, which are, what did you do to prevent it? What did you do to detect it? And then third, what did you do after you found out, out about it? A compliance analysis in a CEO candidate is more than simply the third prong. A senior executive should be ask, how did you inculcate compliance into the business unit that you were managing? What controls did you put in place? And then what did you do when you found out? Did you do a risk assessment? Did you do a root cause analysis? Indeed, how much face time did you have with a chief compliance officer? All of these will also demonstrate the operationalization of your compliance program going forward. If you have a process in HR for the evaluation around succession planning, this process should be followed. The three enforcement actions that I discussed the first week of this monthly series make clear that if an exception is made, it is incumbent the exception be documented, justified, and then reviewed and approved by an appropriate level of management. So how is the future of your company going to look? Obviously, from a sales perspective, forecasting is something that's done on a routine basis, but when was the last time you engaged in forecasting from the corporate succession basis, and more specifically, including the operationalization of compliance going forward? So you might explore a new geographic market with a candidate or a new product line, either of which are going to bring new compliance challenges. Being part of a team to perform a risk assessment might indicate that newer, different compliance safeguards need to be considered. Should monitoring through continuous controls monitoring or other more sophisticated tools be utilized as the compliance program evolves to be considered? The choice of a successor isn't a done deal until the votes are cast and the announcement is made. You should continue to provide operationalization challenges, uh, which can continue to give feedback to a variety of candidates and guidance from the compliance perspective. Basically, the candidate needs to always be evaluated from the compliance perspective. The selection of a new CEO, CFO, COO, or other senior manager is a substantial investment by a large company. 
Having the right person in the position from the compliance perspective is an important element in an overall evaluation. Remember, it all starts with tone at the top. But if you take the steps that I've outlined in today's presentation, you can clearly see that the operationalization of compliance in succession planning is something that should be done as for a business reason, not simply for a compliance reason. Yet by utilizing these steps, you have a business solution to the legal problem of FCPA compliance because the same steps you're doing uh, in your succession planning or you should be doing in your succession planning are steps uh, that the Department of Justice says you should take and they will consider in the evaluation of your compliance program if your company gets an enforcement action. Every time I perform a risk assessment or speak to a company's HR lead, they immediately understand the role they can play in moving forward a company's compliance program. Even if the HR role is limited in the hiring process, they can ask candidates their views as to underlying business ethics. HR can also be begin the compliance inculcation process, even pre-hiring, by talking about the company values during the interview process. This sets an expectation that can be built upon if the candidate is selected, and in every HR touchpoint going forward, including look at, at employees in the succession planning. I cannot emphasize enough how powerful this can be in your operationalization issues going forward, certainly as articulated by the Department of Justice. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, succession planning is just as important as government's enterprise risk and strategic oversight. Further, it leads to additional operationalization and inculcation of compliance into the fabric of your organization. Two, do not begin your succession planning when a senior management manager or CEO announces their retirement. You should be succession planning on an ongoing basis, continuing evaluating candidates and preparing for succession. And finally, as a senior executives, you should always be evaluated. You should understand that you're always being evaluated. One misstep, although perhaps unfairly, could put your, yourself and your company in such a position that you cannot move up in succession. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to Day 12, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for Day 13 of One Month to Better Compliance Through HR. This is Tom Fox again, and I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program Through the Use of Your HR Function. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will rate it on iTunes as it would help our ratings and also get the word out about this seminal one-month series that I'm doing in 2017. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at T-F-O-X, that's T-Fox, at tfoxlaw.com. Finally, I hope you will join me again. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening to this episode.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.